right, y'all. Welcome back to, uh, you know, I think I'm going to, it is it is Uncle Buck's house, but I think I'm going to start calling it UBH the podcast. I just think, I think that fits a little bit better name. I don't know. You guys let me know if you like me, if you want me to still call it Uncle Buck's house. Cool. Um, otherwise, uh, welcome back uh, to Uncle Buck's house, UBH the podcast. I'm very excited to be back. It's been quite a while since we've been in studio. We're actually in studio on a very, uh, uh, a important day because it is the BJ's birthday. Yes. Today. Happy birthday. Thank what is you. this like 28? I wish <laughs> someone sent me a snap and said, wow, that's what 21 looks like. And I was like, if I look like this at 21, I'd be pissed. Yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad child. I mean, I got, I mean, I got great hair. That's fine. Sure. But the gray overweight, like went to go put on some nice shirts. It didn't fit. <laughs> like I tried, I was like, I'm gonna put on a nice button up. Feel good today. Put a watch on and I was yeah. like, none of it fit. Yeah, absolutely. That old fossil from high school. I put on. I found like four shirts I could fit in, and I was like, "All right, I have a rotation. We're good." <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, we're uh, we're excited to be uh, back in studio. I say we, although uh, Nick is not with us today. He had some uh, some family obligations and sports kids and sports schedules. They get rescheduled when they get canceled, so he's not here today. Um, but uh, we do have a very awesome guest in house, um, a very good friend of mine, and uh, sort of our resident uh star expert i guess i mean so far i mean we haven't had anyone really kind of above your uh sort of uh knowledge on astrology um you know on the podcast and we're excited to to get into it so uh the mr jared is here i don't know if we want to get into last names you can let everyone you know i i don't even know if i remember how to pronounce your last name to be honest with you yeah that's cool that's cool so but but the jared is here i don't know why i put the in front of everyone so the bj and the jared is here uh we're excited to have you on man thank you for coming in Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. So let's get into sort of like, well, first thing I want to talk about is the city of Indianapolis has me playing a very fun game that I like to call, uh, do I want to drive to get some food or replace an axle? Because there are some absolute craters in this city. It's insane. I so you know just to kind of catch people up on some some life things that's happened. I I've moved to Indianapolis now. I kind of mentioned that on the last episode, but I'm in Indianapolis now. It's going well, having a great time. The weather's sort of breaking. It's getting warmer. There's gonna be so much more cool shit to go do. I'm excited. But uh, but yeah, there are some like I might turn up in Land of the Lost at some point. <laughs> like I, f- I feel like some of these yeah. potholes are big enough that there are prehistoric life underneath it, and I think we're going to accidentally confirm Hollow Earth theory. The lost world. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. We just get down there and like, have you seen uh, Godzilla versus Kong, like the new one? No. They no. tackle Hollow Earth theory oh, in God. there, and it's like, like if some shit doesn't like, if some shit like that doesn't happen. You know, then you got to let the pothole. You got to get them <laughs> sorted out. Like I've seen some of them get patched, but they're getting pretty insane. Yeah. Some of them are the size of cars. Like it's it's nuts. Yeah, there's no there's no zoning out and driving. No, it's, you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah. cruise through the city of Indianapolis. You have to be ready to swerve at a moment's notice. Children, sorry, not hitting a pothole if you're in the way. Like I'm sorry, as a child or a, a pothole, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but. Uh, Tires are expensive. Well, I hope cops understand or something because, like, they catch exactly. you, like, swerving around. Yeah. They think you're absolutely DUI or something. Oh, for sure. It's like, no. It's Mario Kart here. Like, I'm trying to. Exactly. Like, Going straight God. is a sign of someone drunk driving. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah right. hitting all the potholes right. is how you know someone's the wasted. The driver is like broken by the exactly. side of the road. He is no longer all those driving, cars on the side so of the road. Yeah, fixed itself. Absolutely, that's yeah. so that's hilarious. But yeah, no, that that is sort of how it is around uh, these parts. Um, but let's also kind of talk about how it is around these parts and other parts uh, that we you know don't really set foot in. So we are in a really strange fucking time in the world right now. Like since we last were on the pod, like world war three is kind of beckoning. We just noticed $4 gas. Um, you know, I was surprised that I was able to get it for three eighty nine. Get this. You know? The, um, the person who helped me uh, at the gas station. Yeah. Was a woman. <laughs> That's how he- It's it's remarkable. I don't the know sort what of, to think anymore. Exactly, you just don't know what you're going to walk into anymore. The world is shifting. The world is shifting. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Just no. Kidding. I. Uh, uh, so we, we we did kind of touch on this briefly on the way up here, but we we kind of wanted to, to um, save it for the microphone. So you you know just to sort of make the broad statement, you said we're witnessing. The end of the West. Is that sort of what? <laughs> I did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we could, could what be. A thing we to could say. be watching the wind of the West. Yeah, yes, exactly. Well, which part were I we talking I glibly about? said. Yes. Yeah, gleefully with a, with, a, <laughs> with a sparkle in his eye. As I casually looked out the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but but what, sort of, what sort of brings that to your, you know, mind? Like what sort of things you know, maybe astrologically or historically. I know you've been sort of like watching some economic charts. What's sort of got your mind ticking? Hmm. Well, um, I think primarily just um, taking a look at like a, maybe like a larger geopolitical sure. <laughs> perspective. Absolutely. It, it had a lot to do with... Um, I don't. Oh boy, what a question! Where yeah. do I go? Yeah, yeah. One? Well, so, so it was based off of a map that I saw. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, first yeah. off, that sure. like where like a recent UN resolution. I, I don't even remember what the yeah, absolutely you know, what that was. But like you know, you had a big vote on basically: are we against Russia? Are we with Russia? Or you know, yeah. What am I trying to say? Uh, like, are we? Are you who's like, gonna Who's gonna go kick Russia's yes. ass with us? You know yeah, that sort yeah, of exactly. thing. And you know, you could say like who votes yes, and but like who abstains? And mm-hmm. you know, the notable abstentions were the um, nations that either bordered a uh, land or maritime route of China's One Belt One Road Initiative. You yeah. know, <laughs> the, the, the new Silk which Road, is like a, for lack of which a you said word. is like a trade pipeline, oh, right? Sure, it's like a, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and and those while they are only maybe a couple of countries are super dense in population yeah. and hold the majority between China, India, they're number and, one and number two. Yeah, absolutely. Most populous nations on the planet. For sure, and it's a lot of people. Yeah, while it may not to be, represent. Absolutely. And while on paper, you know, that sounds like there's a ton of uh, while on paper, there's a ton of, uh, um, you know, countries that did sign this resolution. But the, the ones, like you said, that abstained from signing it do represent like a massive part of, you know, the people on the planet. Now, while, you know, I think that's notable because, um, you know, the while other countries may represent a bigger maybe economic stake. Then, like, you know, um, you know, uh, a portion of India, I think also, uh, you know, 
but just being along specifically that 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 China uh, one initiative, um, you know, I guess I don't know enough about that to be honest with you. And I don't really know a lot about sure. it either. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it, I mean, it, it just it, you mentioned it on, uh, on the way up here, yeah, and it was uh, yeah. uh, you know just one of those things that you know I don't know. Well, I guess that piece of info is mm-hmm. you know also in context with you know a. A general trend of like the financial capital of the world yeah. shifting to China or shifting yeah. east. I also just saw where trends. Australia yeah. um, just did away with a ton of banks, like ton of bank ATMs, because they're going digital. A lot of them, a lot of the country is going digital for their purchases, and their banks are starting to go digital, which is horrifying. I agree. Furthering yeah. the open air prison we now call Australia. Yeah, I yeah, suppose. and and you know, and it's it's. Uh, um, you know, very Orwellian, you know, yeah. very, um, you know, sort of like the, and we even talked a little bit, uh, and maybe we didn't even get a chance to talk about this on the podcast, but sort of the, the, the Chinese process of like a social credit score mm-hmm. and like how social media is like the sort of beginnings of that, you know, you've got a society that's sort of like programmed on at least, trying to gain acceptance without having a, you know, I guess likes or a direct, you know, uh, feedback on that. But like, imagine if you actually had to, you know, use that for goods and services, you had to like, you know, and there it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah they, they imagine they tie that social credit score to your, like the system sort of like that exists already in well, China and it's a, scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, like people I follow, you know, Catherine Austin Fitz, you know, are pointing out that's not actually a currency. It's coupons for the company store. Yeah. You know, so that absolutely that kind of thing isn't even so this yes. digital this. What do they call them? CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, the central bank is still sort of a, you know, a common denominator. You know what I mean? Well, maybe it's mm-hmm. not, maybe we don't, you yeah. know, need that sort of thing. Because if the Federal Reserve still at the still at the helm, digital or physical, you know, it's going to it's it's a uh, it's a tricky situation. Well, we see now like we can like there's financial forms of warfare like we saw like governments or like can like shut off accounts like they yeah. can like stop your flow of cash and Absolutely. Like, the more power they have to do that mm-hmm. you know and well, so, <laughs> like the trucker thing in Canada and sure you know so that kind of warfare is also I think on the table these days too so oh, like, do 100%. we want to empower that or not I don't yeah know. absolutely well and even in a in a world where like you know people are heavily monetized you know because uh, one thing that COVID required people to adapt to was potentially shifting their income source to a remote internet-based source of income, whether that be content creation or a job that is remotely based on the web. And if your job and your access to the internet is, you know, dictated by whatever this sort of digital currency, you know, sort of thing is, then they can indirectly control your now it's not as easy as shutting off a twitter account or a patreon or something that they've done to you know um you know they did that a ton to conspiracy theorists during you know uh you know 2019 and 20 and 21 um like uh um now like that sort of thing obviously those were the platforms taking them off but if you don't think that there's someone knocking on that platform's door like hey you know you are technically owned by the Blackstone group and you just got a letter in the mail that says that if you don't deplatform this person, 
you know, or these people or this subject or whatever, you know, there's already that sort of influence indirectly, like you said, but to have it in a way that affects the average person from getting groceries potentially is pretty, pretty alarming. All goes hand in hand with censorship. Sure. Absolutely. But see, here's where the problem is. A third of the United States is over 55 years old. Sure. Right. So my theory was, and it's not funny, was yeah. if we created COVID, it was a way to get rid of people like my mother who refuses to use banks. And so Or at least phase them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and if you go if you go through and look at it is right now our population is is three uh three hundred million or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. three hundred thirty two million. And a third of those are over fifty five. So, and yep. with life expects a little bit longer than that's the, the problem is the way I look at it is you're from Anderson, right? Small sure. Town, I'm from yeah, small yeah. town. That's why these changes will never really take place. Well, I mean, it, it may, maybe not in the U S like maybe they won't take hold here very, very quickly. But like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, the, with it rolling out in like, in Australia and in China, you know, already those sorts of trends just make their way here eventually. Will it happen in the next, you know, uh, five to ten years? I don't know. It, uh, it, it'd be like Mark 20. Yeah. And it, there would there will always have to be a, a, a way to acquire currency of some kind in this country, I think. But I think you will start to see... Uh, like you're seeing, I mean, I've seen Bitcoin ATMs pop up in gas stations. Like you know, like there are wish, uh, there are wish dot com pickup, you know, areas and stuff. And like, so you're seeing almost like the the non physical stuff pop up in the physical. And I think that that's a, that that's a good point for maybe America specifically, and well, any and specifically in, also, in Europe, maybe Europe as well. Well, also our illegal immigrants. Yeah. Right. So it's now turning into crop season, which means the migrant workers will be here. They're mm-hmm. paid in cash. They yeah. don't use any kind of currency except for cash. Sure. And then if we change that where they don't want to come here, then like there's just so many things that I look at it from a small level. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like Indianapolis, they started moving just to ATMs like a uh, fifth, third and 10th and 10th and Linwood is just us bank, which is just ATMs. Yep. Uh, 18th and Illinois, just ATMs. There's no physical. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that uh, I think what we'll see here is an implementation of a sort of like because the U.S. Post Office, the U.S. Post Office started like almost wanted to do a digital currency like during covid because they were like, well, well, you know, we've got to have a way to pay our Social Security people if we can have this digital currency that we can like. I don't know, do something with, but even then that doesn't really make sense as to, you know, that crowd wouldn't really know how to handle a digital digital currency. But if you sort of force the issue and you're like, yeah, you can still get paid in cash, but in order to purchase X items or to use X stores, you have to go take that cash and, you know, turn it in like almost at a casino. You have to go take your cash, you know, yeah, you get to put it directly in the machine, but you also can go to the front and turn in all your cash and get a voucher for that much. And maybe that's the way you're required to pay out. I could see them like for like forcing it on the people and still having a way to manage people who use cash. But like, yeah, no, I think it will be slower rolled out over here just because the U.S. seems to be the type of society that like you never have to force anything on the U.S. You just have to sell it to them. 
and like you know the you know we we don't have to worry about certain things because you know we don't you know that you don't have to force things on us oftentimes because we you know do it to ourselves they're never going to chip us with a vaccine because we carry around phones they're never going to you know they don't have to force us to do these things if they just put it in the right package and i think that's what's going to end up happening well the other thing is is technology discounts for digital currency or something like that well that's a great point i work for a franchise which is which is still 215 stores was a bigger franchise we just got tapped to pay like a year ago Mm -hmm. tap to pay yeah and then you know, and that's that's thing is is whether or not companies have the money to be able to. But then again, if the government, same way that uh, did you guys know there's a discount now for cellular phones and internet for people that are on government assistance? No, that's not a negative thing. I'm not saying it negatively. Yeah, but like my mom who's 65, she's on retirement. Yeah, she qualified, so her payment, her rate plan was sixty dollars a month. Uh, they took fifty dollars off. So oh shit, ten dollars a month. Hell yeah, for internet and cell phone. So yeah. For a yeah. cell phone, but that's like you said, incentivized. Like, hey, because someone's getting paid on the back end for us to sign up all these people, yeah, right. So, like you said, if you incentivize, like anytime you say, hey, we're gonna save you, but they're still <laughs> like in Shelbyville when you talk about this, yeah, they're like, I don't trust government, bro. I'm like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna give you 50 bucks off each month, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, like, sorry, do, do you have an email? No, I was just like, all right, man, just okay. Have a good one. I've been around a lot of people now that have their different uh, philosophies. I'm like, hey, man, I had a, sorry to get off topic, but (laughs) I had had a Mennonite come in. Now, this is scary. Not that they're Mennonite. I respect everybody's religion, whatever they want to do, right? Except don't hurt kids. That's my only theory. Sure. Um, Daughter bought a phone. Uh, Father came in the next day and said, hey, um, we heard that if, if a cell phone company gives you a free phone, you're not able to put um, parental control or parental guides on. I was like, no, that's 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 not true. Yeah. He's like, well, I read it on the internet, and I was like, I don't know what conspiracy theory you're reading. That is yeah. not true. And yeah. I actually said that. I was like, I got to tell Buck I said that. Yeah. <laughs> but they have someone at the church that monitors all their phones. So I would put spyware on everybody's phone in the whole church, and I could see everything that they're doing. That's wild. So think about that. So even at a small mass level, yeah, that they're censoring, yeah. And I saw the girl; she was mortified. Thought her dot, her father was going to find something on her phone, and I was like, mm. I was like, that's not true. And he's like, can you delete Google? And I was like, you can never get rid of Google. Yeah, Google owns you. Well, I was like, the phone's ran by Google. Yeah, it's Android. So yeah, but they're doing it at churches now. Yeah, they're basically putting VPNs on the phones so they can search everything on the which I hey, I respect. And I was like, sir, we have flip phones. Like this, you can avoid everything with a yeah. flip phone. You don't need the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but yeah. But you do need the panopticon. <laughs> you do need a panopticon and a flux you capacitor. You do need constant surveying. BJ, BJ will always tell you you need the flux capacitor. If you don't have it yet, you got to get I it. I once saw a washer with a flux capacitor because the, the guy was being very disrespectful to me. <laughs> he called his wife and said, I got someone with a flux capacitor. <laughs> And from my heard, he called many months later after I left the company asking for the warranty on the flux capacitor. Oh, that's so good. So good. Okay, so Jared, let's shift the conversation a little <laughs> bit to, uh, you said that this morning that you were, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, the conflict and war sort of happening in Russia is mind. sort of on everybody's mind and sort of in the forefront of a lot of conversations. But what were, what was that sort of thought, that, uh, those sort of thoughts you're having this morning? Um, well, it was, yeah, I suppose, like, is it time for war? 
you know, yeah. might have been, you know, along those things. Cause like, yeah, I, I suppose I, I think I phrased it like omens of war sure. or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. as we look at stars, watch those, watch the heavens, like, and like read yeah. that, read that writing or reading omens. And I guess then, you know, cause that's what well, I'm looking at is time. So I guess in a roundabout way, it's like, is it time for war? Obviously it's happening. So it seems to be cause it's yeah. manifested and, you know, but, um, now I was just kind of thinking of the context, the sort of heavenly context, I suppose, you know, of, of events in general. I mean, there's a lot of warfare built into the heavens, I mm -hmm. think too, you know? Yeah, and, for sure. You know, and I'm really interested on the ways that that is happening, you know, you know, both in a, in a, on a very large context, like, you know, stars, but then, you know, how that, I'm always very interested in like how that then reflects into the personal, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, that sort of like as above, so below macrocosm, microcosm kind of like doing that sort of reflecting. I'm interested in the big into the small, the small, sure. the big. And, you know, like, you know, for example, like a lot of, you can see people's in responses to the things in the world, like to tyranny, for example, and by, you know, you know, I think we all know what a tyrant is or does or the, you know, typical behavior around that and how tyrants treat other people. I'm not sure. Well, so, so here's the thing <laughs> no. is I don't know that that definition is as sort of regular as yeah. as as it sort of should be like because because <laughs> do we I know it when we see it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> do we know it when we see it yeah. is. Yeah. But but it also it. won't. And and uh, a clever tyrant won't always make it feel that way sure. and it's like you know uh and and also you know uh if there's anything we've learned from the history books is that it can also it can creep its way in through mm -hmm. convenience and through ease of use and ease of of you know um you know the the day-to-day -day when in you know reality is just you know a little bit of control being taken at a time well and i think what like as an astrologer, like when I work with that, like there are some times like where it is good to go to war and like war is necessary. And then mm -hmm. there's some other times, circumstances and conditions where it's not. Maybe some wars are justified. Some are less so. Yeah. But, um, you know, so there's 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 going there's conflict that's like based in blindness mm -hmm. for example you know which is perhaps a kind of hypocrisy too you yeah. know i mean there's you know when we f enforce our thoughts and opinions on others or you know blindly or something or you know but then there's other reasons you know to fight you know um <laughs> You know, Venus in astrology is quite a warrior. Yeah. You know, and is a is a murderer um, <laughs> in myths. You know, yeah. because you know, like you know, the response to injustice. You know, mm -hmm. and like when you know, for example, like when an agreement is broken. Yeah. You know what happens. You know, like sometimes, like you know, if especially like Venus in astrology is going to signify all your two way trade. And like, you know, that needs to be harmonious, even and balanced, you know, but that also relies on like total honesty and transparency. You can't lie in those circumstances. And if somebody has lied, 
under an agreement or made a false agreement or, you know, like then like, you know, Venus as warrior comes out and starts hacking, you know, because like you don't, pardon my friend, you don't fuck with that stuff. You don't. You don't fuck with agreements is the lesson. And like, so if somebody is fucked with an agreement, then war feel like, you know, in many cultures, you know, throughout history, like the timing of like cycles of Venus has been used to time war. Which, you know, we in the West kind of have inherited this sort of like, oh, love goddess, roses, doves. Yeah. You're my Venus. You know, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you know, Hindu mythology, you know, and and even if you go to uh, like South America, like in like Inca or like I'm, you know, <laughs> probably I'm bungling this. But yeah, like, sure, you absolutely. Know, pre, you know, like, yeah, cultures there. Um, so yeah, wartime in Venus, you know, or yeah. like, you know, in Islamic culture, like when a particular moon rose in Libra, like that was a time, you know, to go to war. So, you know, you know, there's, you know, blind, like if we're like being a solar tyrant, you know, and like, yeah, there's a lot of, because when you can't look at that stuff, like that stuff is operating on a, <laughs> yeah. on a non-reflective level. So that's kind of stuff we project a lot. Yeah. And we can step on people's toes or like argue with people and become very frustrated with people when we're projecting like that and like give us cause to fight. Yes. But then there's also like I said like the two-way trade breaking, you Yeah. Know? so and and there. and so you and so you mentioned Venus specifically. Is that because um, of where kind of Venus is right now in its in cycle, or no, mm, or or, maybe, or is that just sort of yeah, an, maybe or is that a more, just an example? In a general were, sense. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. There's certainly activity now, yeah. that, like around this declaration of. Well, I don't know. I don't even fucking know if war was declared. Yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, I'm not but, sure. Uh, um, pardon my French. There. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> no, by all, no. By um, but yeah, like yeah. So I think that's there's a like yeah. a larger uh, statement. Like these dynamics are part of reality, or are you know they're archons. Yeah. They're affecting yeah. life on the earth. You yeah, know? sure, and like, absolutely. We're yeah, under yeah. these power. You know, we also have Mars, who is a war god too. Yeah. You know, and like obviously there's you know and. Mars is the other pair. Mars and Venus kind of make a warring pair. They war for different reasons. Yeah. But, you know, they they both have a lot to say about life on Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you mentioned you mentioned uh, something this morning um, uh, about specifically Aries and Libra, right? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like built, you know, so like, you know, we pay a lot of attention to the significance of like Things that happen in the sky <laughs> turns out it's a big part of timekeeping. But like when night and day are equal, that's a major thing. Okay, gotcha. and those are like spring and fall. Yeah, those are the signs of Aries and Libra. Yeah, and so you know those two signs like sort of form an axis of justice, of equality, of like how we treat each other as equals or how we keep things balanced here on Earth. Yeah, you know? so it's a to me, a profound statement of those, and they, but they're happening from like two different polarities, two different ways of maintaining yes. balance. That you know, because they're oppositional, you know, can tend to be like very difficult to balance, like within our own minds and hearts. Like they value different things and sort of reconcile that. But you usually end up if one end, if you go too far in one direction, like you switch to the other polarity. 
Um, so, so, so for example, like, are, are you saying that, that they have a little bit different pr- polarity because one is like, uh, dark and cold entering into brighter and sunny or, or in the vice versa? Is that sort of like the sort of symbolism and that you say when you say you're switching polarities, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like one let me i can just kind of like if i break down like the meanings of those sure, two means. signs like that'll be pretty helpful yeah and, you know our your uh your aries energy is the sign of the yeah the spring equinox it's a sign that's said to be ruled by mars and the sun exalts there and it's primary you know energy um i work with for example, uh, in the Vedic tradition, uh, the Vedic astrology tradition that I study in, um, uh, the, the sign of Aries uh, is described in a sutra that just has five rats and five cats. And it's a sign that's all about like problem solving and like rising up to take care of a problem. You've got a rat problem. What do you do? You get a cat. And that rat is helpless against that cat. And that power differential is really important to be to be aware of there cuz like when that cat comes there's nothing that that rat can do to that cat to take it out or anything. It is like predator prey. And so, you know, Aries as like a problem-solving kind of sign like really pulls in this strength this take care of business, solve that problem immediately, ruthlessly. Like it becomes the cat. And, uh, you know, it's a sort of survival of the fittest sort of energy. Now, one day, you know, the cat is going to get old and die, and then it will become the prey to something else. Yeah. But that's okay. That's understood because balance, remember, Aries is still about balance being maintained. Yes. And it's not in the immediate term that balance is concerned because Aries is going to, boom, you know, it's just going to slice and dice that mouse problem solved. Yeah. But then in the long run, that king is going to die, he's going to get old, and a new king's got to come and take his place, and that new king is going to be an alpha male and come and take that guy out, and that's okay. Like, we know that, and we accept that balance that life has to offer. Yeah. Okay? So Aries, very survival of the fittest, you know. Now we run into a problem if you've taken care of your rats, but now you've got this cat to deal with. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and so yeah. that gets us into a little bit of the necessity to constantly be making war because I need to find a rat. And if I don't have a rat, then how do I justify my existence? So I better go make a rat, you know? So Aries is going to be, you know, rules, military battle. It's, it's the battlefield of the Zodiac, you know? So, and now we need to like go to now Libra, his polarity now to balance that out. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So then the, on the other hand, you've got this, you know, sign ruled by Venus, Libra. And then, you know, Saturn is there, the old man of the, like the broken down, vulnerable, old sick dude. Mm -hmm. And Libra is like a sign of re it's a sign of, you know, making bonds and contracts, but those kinds of contracts are up for constant negotiation. Okay, they're always changing. You're always checking in. Remember, Venus is a water elemental. Yeah. So it's about flow and change. And so you can't apply the steadfast, constant logic of Aries problem solving to a contractual two way trade scenario because that's something like the scales are constantly swinging. Yeah. Rhythm like is involved Mm -hmm. here. And Libra's a dancer. (laughs) 
Rhythm is a dancer. Right. <laughs> so, like, but that Rhythm takes, con- is a you know, yeah. yeah, classic. But that takes constant readjust. And you're a musician, so Libra yeah. is also tuning. Like, you're constantly having to retune. Yeah. The guitar doesn't stay in tune. Life happens. So, you know, that is a much more, yeah, you're checking in all the time, and that's highly changeable. Both are concerned with keeping things balanced, yeah. you know, but like the ways of going about that are very different and that they need each other to really operate the best because, you know, so you can't be the emperor in all scenarios. Sure. And you also can't dance your way through everything mm-hmm. or you can't also be. And, you know, Aries is going to focus on strength. Libra is going to focus on vulnerability. Yeah. And like those are like really different things. But, you know, how do we how do we expand kingdoms? Right. Like, oh, hey, those people over there have something we want. Let's trade. We do the Libra thing. Yeah. And we set up a trade agreement. What do we first do when we see, you know, like, hey, but then all of a sudden like that trade like stops working out which can so which sort of directly <laughs> I, I i don't mean to interrupt you but yeah, that sort of directly ahead. applies to the situation with ukraine because they were literally trying to join nato you know a trade organization and so you know that you know so when when we sort of talk about this stuff like you know warren buffett said millionaires don't you know concern themselves with astrology but billionaires do like there's something <laughs> to be to sure. well well there, there's always to something begin, to be yes yeah, exactly uh, exactly and so yeah. you know that's that's why i feel like you know these conversations are so important because it really is the oldest and most baseline form of communication to something greater than ourselves um which is the stars you know what i mean and and to ignore the sort of correlations that the st- that you know, that, that the planets and stars have had with, you know, the effects on earth, you know, every, every civilization, you know, um, as old as time has had some sort of version of as above civilization is timekeeping. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And like what you're pointing to, you also have to keep time from the planets and stars. Well, and time has to be meaningful. Like yes. we like to diverge a little. We went through that period where yeah. we stripped time of meaning. Like well, that's when God died, in my yeah. opinion, is yeah, when yeah. time became meaning. Like one second is the same as every other, is the same as every minute, is yeah. the same as every, you know, and like yeah. you know, stripping that time of significance. So yeah, we have to like the astrological view or the. What I mean, yeah, we but we still do it. It's every way. All your elites are doing it. Like you know, don't let the. I mean, it's you can just see the monument building all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. You know what you're looking for. Well, and and that's something. Civilization is timekeeping. Yeah, and and, people don't fuck with that. And and also the the you know. um, and that's something that we talk about all the time is a symbolism, not only in monument, to, but also in like, you know, just imagery as well, and which are the new monuments. Monuments now are digital hashtag NFT. But like, you know, that's a, a, a whole nother conversation. But um, but yeah, no, I, I love the conversation there about the balance because it does seem like that's exactly what because things have felt very out of balance for a while. Yeah, well, where I, was, where I was going with yes, that, Yes, absolutely. Too, Sorry, I, I digress. It's like once that, you know, like that initial two-way trade agreement yeah. starts to break down, we sure. tend to flip to the other end and like, these are now rats that need to be solved. 
you know, the Aries uh, rats and cats takes over. Yes. And that has always happened. Like, look who we've called rats. Yeah. Through yeah. his whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, a prob the final solution, the problem yeah. to be solved. Like the minute another hu- a human is not a problem to be solved. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, for uh, sure, for sure. But the minute like that Libran, you know, like we the tr- once two way trade, once the ability to make agreements with something, if anyone breaks down, Libra is PS also like the standards of measurement. You know, so like if you're playing by different standards of measurement, like you need to know that. Sure. And if you're keeping that info or if we're not playing by the same standards here, like we can't trade, we can't have equal. And that's the Venus thing, right? And if I find that out... Yeah. We're going to war. Yeah. You know, the cat's got the the cat has to act now. Yeah. 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 You know, or. Or, you know, like a Venusian method can freeze you out, too, because, you know, it's yeah. the fall equinox and values yeah. the north wind, Saturn, you know. And yeah. we watched that at the U.N., like when the Russian dude went to speak, like everyone yeah, just and everyone got up and laughed. Like, to- that's that kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, I'll, Absolutely. Like, I'll ice you out. Yes. Crossing the legs. You're like, you know, yes. no yeah. more access the non-violent. for you. Yeah. So are you yeah. icing us out yeah. right now? Is that what's right. happening? Are you, are, are you throwing us <laughs> an do. ice no, vibe? Yeah. I'm half in. Half out. <laughs> he's, yeah, but. he's he's like I'm not sure yet. No, no, um, no. Tunnel. I did see that the other day, though. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, at the uh, at the UN, um, when the uh, uh, Russian member of the world, which Russia leads the World Security Council, by the way, the Russian like uh, delegate like leads the World Security Council through the UN. Think about that insanity. But like um, when she started to speak. Everyone got up and walked out. Uh, you should look up the video. It's pretty crazy. And but I mean, you know, you do kind of have to salute these delegates on, you know, exercising nonviolent ways to exercise, you know, their disapproval for the actions um, of Russia and the invasion of U- Ukraine. Um, you know, and it's uh, uh, yeah, just that's a that's like you said, a perfect um, a perfect example of like the icing out sort of sort of scenario. Well, and you know, to you know, like the we're here to get the most out of life. Yeah, we're here to get the most out of this experience, and like I think that that primary task of fulfillment we all have is like often overlooked and disregarded because like shut up, slave, work. Yeah, yeah. you know, but. No, like we're here to get, and like Venus is our guide for doing that. Like yeah. this is how, this is how like like in like Venus is the guru of the earthly realm. There are yeah. two gurus in astrology: one heavenly and one earthly. As above, so below. And uh, but they often fight with each other, like they're enemies to each other, and like, yeah. or they have different kind of modalities of working. You know, you've got like gods and demons, yeah, the angels okay. and the demons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Venus is the guru of the demons. We probably know him by perhaps Lucifer, Phosphorus, the light bringer. Sure. You know, but it's Morning Star. Jareth and <laughs> Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Morning Star. But yeah. like, yeah. Like there, but like, you know, that's the that's the dude who like Venus is the dancer. That's how you dance through life. That's how you get the most out of being alive on the planet is by dancing. Yeah. Make life a dance, like be in harmony with yeah. things. But, you know, like Bruce also, Lee said, be water, my friend. Yeah. Or love. Yeah. yeah. You know, Venus is love. Like, you know how you get the most out of something? Love, love it. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
But, you know, opposite that is Aries, Mars, war. But, you know, there's a different value. There's a solar value system at play there um, that I think, like, we have not had... I'm going to start to wax now on like solar values because I just fucking don't think we have any as a culture or like sure. leadership or like what, what this, what true gold is, what a gold standard is, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, Mars, you know, is best, you know, like best used as defense rather than offense, right? Yeah. The best offense is a good, de- you know, I don't know. Right. Cause if you're yeah. going on the offense, like there's no excuse for that, but like, you know, it's, you know, if this is defensive, but it's like being of gold standard character is the best defense. Yeah. Being the most honorable and the sun as our light is transparency. You know how you mm-hmm. be, you know what the best defense is? Transparency. That's what Aries says. How many emperors do you think are part of all these damn secret cults and secret <laughs> war? You know, I mean, yeah, God, the secrecy in yeah. government, you know, that, yeah. and that's what's that's how it's telling me we don't have true Aries and that the whole and as far as there's a war in heaven right now, because like, yeah, the whole system is all like we are not doing any one of yeah. the core tent poles of reality yeah. wisely. I guess I would say mm-hmm. because, sure. you know, our trade agreements, like where, like, do you feel like you're being treated equally by our government, you know, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. whatever, you yeah, know, no, no, no. but your fellow man too, like, and yeah. all of this, I'm, you know, waxing on like a real grand scale, but like, it's all that whole cosmos is reflected inside of you and you yeah. are all of those things, yeah. you know, and for sure it's your fellow man. It's how yeah. you're, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think that that, uh, that, there's a lot of stuff in there that holds, you know, no pun intended, but holds a lot of water. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it, I mean, we essentially like, don't forget, we have a trade agreement with the United States. Taxes are a trade agreement. The, no. the, um, constitution and do we pay is the a trade taxes? agreement. Uh-oh, well, Libra problems. Cause well, like, exactly. you don't, you know, that's, yeah. you know, and money. It, and that's another thing. Like money doesn't cost the same for everybody. Sure. And so like, we don't have equal, yeah. we don't have that. So that's yeah. And, 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 even if even outside of a even outside of a conversation of like tax brackets, you know, we certainly I feel like the American people are paying far more than we're getting in return with those tax dollars. You know, or how many of us even know where they're going? Exactly. Exactly. We, yeah. I don't yeah, you know. For sure. Aren't we paying for a lot of Israel shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, know. for sure. No, no, no. I Hot yeah, topic, no. It's yeah. Well, and and yeah. you know, we're paying for we're paying for a lot of stuff, and like you know, there's and the fact that China could just come call due any minute the trillions of dollars that we owe them. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a you know they're gonna come knocking on our door. I feel like at some point we're not gonna have anything to say because they own our house now. Well, and another you know another thing that Venus in astrology rules is teachers, teachers and students, and it's yeah. the relationship between teaching and student that Venus or like Jupiter's a guru, the priest, you know, and he like knows the right time to do rituals and everything. But it's like teaching is an act of love and it's an act of meeting you where you are, which is like everybody's got Venus in a horoscope and that's what we're using to like, let me put it in a way that you can understand this. 
is what we're going to rely on. If you got a good Venus, you're yeah. really good at doing that. And like people feel understood around you. And, you know, Venus rules the sense of taste as well. Like the intimate wetness of like, you know, merging through taste and says and does tasteful things. Yeah. And, you know, is, you know, mannerly. Also reacts when um, they get a bad taste. Like, you know, like yeah, is responsive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, you know, also we have this like, how many of us can read and understand all those contractual legalese user agreements that we agree to? Like, how many of us can understand what's, yeah. you know, but they're like, oh, that's not my problem. You were given it. And like, yeah. you know, but like, you know, but on the Venusian level, like, you know, that's a dick move. Yeah, yeah. And, and it takes, but VNC, yeah. that's the insult. We feel insult yeah. in a different way through Venus. Yeah, sure. Because like, we know, we understand because Venus is the guru of understanding. You don't fuck with Venus. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. part of my agenda is to like, rehab these cultural kind yeah. of no and that's ideas awesome. we have around lucifer i guess i'll call them yeah no i no i think um, that's i think that's definitely um a very valid uh, conversation to have because i think yeah. you put know it in, put it in terms you can understand why yeah. can't you know yeah for and sure I feel like that's like transparency too yeah 100 you know? so. and i think if, if there's anything anyone can benefit uh, myself included, um, you know, from just any there, there's literally only one thing I've ever really required from anything in my life. And that's tra transparency. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, you know, you're right when that sort of transparency is th isn't there, you know, it, it really, you know can breed conflict. And so, yeah. And I always follow like the Terrence McKenna quote. I think if it's real, it can handle the pressure. Yes. You know, and that's why it's all like, you can't, you can't keep secrets. RIP Terrence McKenna. You know, or, you know, yeah, this whole censorship campaign. I'm all like, that's, I've always just been like, nah, if it's real, like, it's like censor. It's such a weak position, you know. Yeah. And, well, and that's kind of how I've sort of like, and and you know, I've had a lot of my friends and comedians like have a lot of strong opinions about the Joe Rogan situation, but uh, like, but like that too. that whole thing. Say what? I do too. It just fires me up. Yeah, and and it's one of those things where it's like. I never really was concerned about it because of that very concept, because I know how sort of real the, the most of those conversations are. And a lot of them are goofy as shit, but they're real. Like they come from a sincere place. And I think that because of that, it never really held water because like they're trying to spin it into something that it's not. Now, did he obviously overstep his bounds in saying, you know, something that he shouldn't have? Sure. You know what I mean? But because he was real about it and said that himself, I think, you know, the people that listen to him, obviously, you know, um, yeah. are there with him where they want to be. You know what I mean? And so, you know. Well, now we have to, like, transition to another astrological body of this guy, Mercury. Yeah. You know, Lord Buddha. Because there's no such thing as misinformation. You know? Yeah. Mercury is the planet. He's the speech giver. Mm -hmm. But it's the planet that we use to come to truth. Like Mercury as Buddha, like in, in the Vedic astrology, like Mercury is just called Buddha. You know, so Buddhism, as we yeah. know it, is like the religion that's kind of built around that. And, um, but like this is the, like the part of us that we use to try things. We, we come to truth through trying things. Yeah. And like we just encounter the binary of yes equals no. 
into the mercurial like we have this like um, this kind of figure in like the Sherlock Holmes all the time it's like this like robotic kind of emotionless thing but you know to the mercurial mind and to the scientific mind because mercury is the scientist of the heavens like how we how we determine the real from the unreal we do that by trying things you know like we have the inspiration that from the sun that is we like have that idea we find a way urge to adapt that idea through the moon and like you know because you know my pure vision is going to have to be brought to earth somehow sure so that's the lunar impulse to give birth to that in like in a workable way that can grow and develop on this planet but then through the mercurial impulse we have to now take that thing and try things with it and see what's worth keeping and what's worth throwing away yeah. Like, di- like the word no is of high, high value to Mercury, the mercurial, the truly mercurial mind, because no, like there is no misinformation. It's just yes or no binary. Yeah. Either it is or it isn't. Yeah. And that's fine. And like, you know, so Mercury does not need things to follow the science, whatever this warped scientism, which is a control mechanism. Sure. Like, and that's another like there's no misinformation because it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like a yes or a no. Yeah. Keep or, war, you know, because yeah. we're working to get. This either works or it doesn't. Yeah. And then when we get to the next step, which is Venus, we hang on to it because it's good. It worked. Yeah. I tried it and it worked. I'm hanging on to it. Yeah. You know, and so that's like this. I don't know, like from the Buddha, like from this Buddhist perspective, like it's either real or unreal. Like who cares? Like, yeah. and the emotional, like there's no emotion at this point. And in fact, emotion makes this thing not work. Yeah. The moon, if we get emotion and swamp that with wet work and let's like get that all wet with feelings and no, but I need this to be true. Yeah. We're fucked. Yeah. Okay. But that's what the pandemic has been. I need this to be true. Yeah. And now you spoon feed whatever is given to you and you can eat lies and get killed. And like, that's not, you know, so Mercury and like, you know, our emotions, like we have to like in. The Buddhist path is this one of sort of like letting go of like this personal need need to have need to have the the world as you uh-huh. wish it to be exactly. But what that stops you from doing is trying things and finding out how the world actually yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. When you're only sitting in your little cave, like if you have the moon joined to Mercury in your horoscope, this is one of the signifiers for that. Like, it's like, I'm just going to sit in my hole because Mercury is the engine of play, of yeah. invention, of improvisation. We're a kid playing with toys when we're in, like, mm-hmm. we're trying and learning. And, you know, we have such a sting of towards like errors in our culture too but like errors are essential for learning and all that but like you never make mistakes if you don't try you know and if you just need it to be true all the time because you're emotional about it yeah it's not gonna work absolutely absolutely 100 percent. bj how long we've been going bud uh, fifty minutes. Hey, my gauge isn't too far off. I I usually I usually can hit it like right within a few minutes uh, of an hour. So we've got a little bit more time here. Do it. Do you have a song that you sort of like have? 
mm-hmm. been uh, been sort of breeding through our conversation? Do you have one on, on the top of your head? Oh gosh. No, um, or you or you can kind of m- look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but as we sort of like start to wind down this conversation, man, I I am really glad that we did this today. Um, because, you know, it, it is one of those times where like, you know, I, I don't know about you guys out there, but like, it really has like, ever since we had like, there's been a lot of talk in the like conspiracy community, truth or community of like, uh, so the Pluto conjunction, uh, happening on the 22nd of February, was that like a real thing or I don't use Gotcha. The invisibles. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um. I've gone my own way on that. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Gotcha. And, and when you um, say the invisibles, you mean like the? Yeah, I mean like anything in the sky that we use like has to be visible to the naked eye. Gotcha. Like we have to be able to see its light unaided. Gotcha. 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 You know. Gotcha. So even though like I use eclipses. You can see that, yeah. like if you were to look up, but like Uranus, Pluto, Neptune, asteroids, all that, you can't just look up and see that stuff. So like yeah. logically, they don't fit into the system. And I think gotcha. That's just me. I think they get a lot of astrology wrong and sure. a lot of timing fails. But yeah. But then I don't know. Sometimes, oh god. Like the cosmos and the mind are so weird. It's like if you believe it enough that it's true, it like might start to actually. Yes, and that was going to be you my know, next question. The universe question. knows it means something to you, so yes. they kind of, it's like, damn it, you know. And that was going to be my next thing <laughs> is like, do you think because there was so much conversation about what was coming up on two twenty two twenty two, and that you know, oh, the, the, I, yeah, I don't even know what that was. Well, That's so, just like people get freaked out about numbers. Repeating. Yeah, well, it, it was also yeah. coinciding with the Pluto conjunction, oh, which I guess with, the last two times. Well, a Pluto Probably conjunction happened. And yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, so apparently the last two times they've happened, the Pluto conjunction has happened was the American Revolution and the fall of Rome. Uh, was the last two times that the Pluto conjunction happened. So like, and then all of a sudden, you know, what happened shortly after the 22nd, you know, the invasion of Ukraine, which, you know, uh, they, you know, are, are saying could potentially lead to World War Three, which could be one of those. They're putting it into our minds. So maybe we are manifesting that sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to stop mean, pretending how I know how any of this yeah, shit works because yeah. how the, you know, that's uh, <laughs> this part of the flow. You go yeah. against the flow if you try to control the river. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's, and, it, you know, powerful people for all of our time on the planet have tried to like either, you know, like control prophetic timelines or, you know, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. It's the yeah. oldest game in the book. That's For what sure. everybody's always trying to do. You know, For like sure. we've got a big clock up there and like there's a sort of like there's some things that are like given, like yeah. the rhythm of things, like but like where's my wiggle room? How can I use it and maximize it? And yeah. it turns out that might be like a like huge amount. Sure. <laughs> that no, might I, be yeah. like some magicians, yeah. whatever you want to use that word. Sure. Absolutely. Priest, philosophers, whatever, might have figured it out and used that technology for their own benefit. One hundred percent. Who knows? Yeah. So, but, did did you uh, find a? 
Did I you find a song, or did I stop you in the middle of your search? I was, yeah, I was mid searching. I was yeah. trying to find something. Uh, well, I'll take this. Uh, I'll take this second uh, while you're looking one up to just let everyone know that uh, uh, shows are still going on. Um, I am going to be out and uh, working on some new material here soon. So uh, keep an eye out on my social media at Uncle Buck's House for uh, all of those updates. Um, I am still running a show in Muncie at Indie Craft Brew. Um, that is happening the first. Tuesday of every month. So coming up this Tuesday, we have the hilarious Dyke Michaels um, closing out that show. Uh, shout out um, Dyke and the Harder Brunch um, podcast friends of ours. And um, did did we did we land on one? Well, what do we got? I decided to conjure uh, Venus's fiercer aspect. Yeah, it is from a movie soundtrack. Okay, um, but. It's um, it's the Bond song that Gladys Knight sang, License okay. to Kill. License to Kill. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I All love right. Gladys Knight. Yes, Gladys Knight and the uh, Pips, I believe, right? And that was well, Gladys uh, Knight and the... Well, I mean, this was song eight, yeah. wasn't. But well, like, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but the Pips Knight. was her band, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, I can't... Yeah. I think Gladys Knight came to Anderson... Oh, like really? I think she came to the, the 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 I think she came to the uh, casino, um, uh, like I don't know, t- I don't know, ten years ago. She's passed at this point, right? I believe I Gladys know. Knight's passed. Uh, Maybe I don't know. Um, but Maybe yeah, guys, I want to um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I want to wish a happy birthday uh, again to our fantastic producer here, at Flyover Studios. Um, can Mr. I plug BJ? my email? Yes, you can. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's still alive. She's seventy-seven. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Hell yeah. Yes, Jared. Yeah. Uh, please, uh, and and you're plugging your email. Why? Because you want uh, people. Yeah, to... if you just like you know any of that astrology stuff that you heard me talking about. Yes, and you want to know more. Or, yeah, yeah. Like I do. Like you know, I was talking to like a lot of big sort of mundane world events, but sure. you know, I do like you know personal stuff. You yes, know? so it's like timing your own life. And, and for those of you, you out know. there, I actually have had a personal reading from Jared yeah. that. Um, was your death, I believe. I, yes, I and I'm, I'm gotta say, no, no, well, <laughs> I gotta kidding. say, I got three and a half years of fun to have. <laughs> I'm getting into it. No, 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 no. I, uh, no, it, it was a whole lot of fun, and it really, and, and it's not one of those things where, where it's not like if you have these woo woo sort of thoughts of like, you know, well, here's where, you know, you're going to find a husband in two months. That's not how this works. No, it, it really does. I am not psychic. Yes, exactly. It's not how this works. It's, it's very much just letting you know the planetary factors that were around, you know, at the at the time of your birth and how they could affect, you know, the the flows and ebbs and flows in your life. It's very interesting. We're looking at fulfillment. fulfillment. It's really. It's yeah. answering that, like, how to live the most fulfilling life. Yeah, I think that's sure. what we all want. And, Absolutely. like, your horoscope, like, is a sort of has a lot of conditions yeah. about, like, some things that are and aren't. And it's, and it's like, if there's stuff that's in there that is indicating some pretty tough stuff and trauma, yeah, you know, and is going to have built up some, like, habits around that stuff because your early environment, you know, brought that out. It's just yeah. getting in touch with the habits you want to change to live the most fulfilling life possible. Sure. Absolutely. You know, who doesn't and want that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, what's your email, man? Let's, how, uh, how, you how do we do that? 
Uh, you can email me at sacredspaceastrology at gmail.com. All right. That's no spaces, no, no caps. Sweet. Sacredspaceastrology yeah. mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Shoot your uh, email questions and thoughts uh, uh, yeah, and requests or whatever. Um, and uh, Jared is a wonderful resource. We're going to have you on again. I, I, I know so. this is one of those yeah. things that like the stars are ever, ever moving as are our lives. And we I didn't think even that... get to talk about like, why now? <laughs> yes, exactly. Was, you know, exactly. Super general. But, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, uh, uh, I, I think that that's time. a, yes, for sure. No, I think that, uh, it's fact, in fact, being here in town and being like, you know, as close proximity as we are, I want to, you know, have you on a lot. In fact, I know that nice. you are, you know, interested in content creating yourself and, you know, sure we've talked thing. about, uh, you know, doing some sort of like, you know, daily astrology affirmation sort of thing, or maybe just like a whatever. I, I think you would be awesome doing that sort of thing. I Tuning in and checking in. Yeah, it's absolutely. For sure. Tuning and in to flow. Yes, absolutely. To, <laughs> it's the name of your show. Tuning, tuning, in to flow. T- tuning into flow. Um, and uh, you're going <laughs> to get a, a great gal. Yeah, she's a, she's a great broad. I'll tell you what. <laughs> high class. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a high class broad. No, <laughs> she got moxie. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I want to thank you, Jared, again for coming on. And uh, BJ, happy birthday once again! Thank you guys so much, yes. and uh, have a great uh, have a great week. And uh, you know, we'll get another episode when we can. Have a good one, guys. Bye. <laughs> Can depend on me to keep things right.